Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. And we continue in Long Beis Hashem, middle of Perek Hey Mishnah Dalit, in the sets of ten that the Tan of the Mishnah is describing. Klal Yisrael tested Hashem Yisbarach ten different times, ten different instances in the Midbar. Shenema the Pesach says, Vayinasu Oisi, they tested me, Zeh Pa'amim, ten times, this was the tenth time, Veloishamu Bukayli, and they didn't listen to me. And as we'll see from the Rei Rabbeinu Yena, as he gives us the list, almost all of them are the Chesarein of Emuna and the Bitochen. There was a lack of Emuna after all of the Nisan that Hashem had displayed for them, Mitzrayim, Yamsuf. still they lacked in that Emuna that was expected of the Dardaya. They didn't show their Bitochen in Hashem, their trust in Hashem, that Hashem will take care of them and provide for them. Harisha, the first of the test is when they came to the, uh, to the Yamsuf, it says that the Mitzrayim were chasing them, and Klal Yisrael set out, That was the Pasuk. Here, Ben Yenik quotes, there's part of it, but, but that was when they were at the, at the bank of the Yamsuf at the sea, and the Mitzrayim were chasing them, they lost their Amunah, then they said, we could have gotten buried and died in Mitzrayim, instead of being killed by our enemies here. Hashemi, they emerged from the Yamsuf, they came to Midbar Shur. Pasik says over there in Parshas Bishalach by They went three days, they didn't have water. And he, what does the Pasik say? As Rabbi Yaina quotes here, Hashani, the second one is Home that the, the people complained, Al what are we going to drink? Here, as we'll see, at times Hashem punished them, and at times Hashem did something miraculous to show that He's still there, He's still in charge at every moment. And when Asenais, a great miracle happened, there was, there was water to drink, but it was bitter water. It was not potable water, it wasn't drinkable. So Hashem said, throw in this piece of wood into the water, and then miraculously it became drinkable. They cried out, Hashem showed a particular piece of wood, and Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu, throw this in. That piece of wood actually It was a herdufni wood, which means it was a very bitter tasting wood. If you would have put your tongue on that piece of wood, it would have been very bitter. Yet, Shehumar, even though it was bitter, Hashem wanted to show them. And the Ramban explains, it's not because it's a sweet piece of wood or a good tasting piece of wood, that's what's making the water change. It's nothing natural, but rather it's bitter. But yet, Hashem sometimes cures one thing that's bitter with another thing that's bitter to show that it's only Hashem that's doing it. Hashlishi. Then they came in Midbar Sin. The third is they came to Midbar Sin. And again, they said, And here, you took us out, we don't have food to eat. What did Hashem do? Hashem brought in the quail, those birds, to be able to eat. Haravi, the fourth one then was, again in Parshas B'Shalach, they came and they said, who's protecting us? Is Hashem amongst us, protecting us or not? 
And here we have a famous marshal, Rashi Reddy in Parish B'Shalach, tells us this marshal, as Rabbein Yeni here brings as well. Marshal Adam Shemuelach B'Neach Seifai, a father is carrying his young son on his shoulders. He wasn't an infant. He was a child that obviously was aware that he was on his father's shoulders. Yet he meets a passerby and he says, Did you see my father anywhere? The father is bewildered. What do you mean, this is, where's your father? I'm carrying you. I'm holding you. I'm protecting you. What did the father do? He threw him down from his shoulders. Hashem was lifting us up. He took us out of Mitzrayim like the marshal on the wings of, of eagles. They're asking, what did Hashem do? He threw us to the enemy, threw us to the dog, as Rashi says. And again, these are all cases where we lacked the faith that Hashem will provide for us. Hashem says, You're not allowed to leave over to the next morning. In other words, you have to have be talking that Hashem will provide for you every single day in the Midbar. There were people who left over. And there were Meisim and I, they left over. What was that? That was from a lack of faith. I want to make sure I have a story to, to tomorrow. And here again, Hashem will always provide. Put your bitokin in Hashem Yisbarach. Hashishi, that was Birafidim. They came to Rafidim Shalem Yumayim that there was a, a lack of, of water. And here again, they said, what are we going to drink? We're, gonna, we're scared we're going to have, have a uh, problem of lack of thirst. Then they complained again. Hashvi, that's Bechayrev. And they came to Harasinai, Bemaisa Hegel. In other words, Meshrabbeinu went up to Shemayim. They miscalculated the day. It was already 40 days. He said it would come down. Bemaisa Hegel, they made an Hegel. It's interesting, as the Medas points out, Rabbi Yenna doesn't bring the Pusik that they made an eagle, they created an Avedi Zorah, or a sword on Avedi Zorah. It says the tiny here was, the complaint was, that's the Pusik he brings. And as you see, they got very anxious. They let their anxiety get the better of them. They said, one second, what's going to be? Moshe's not here. We don't have a leader. What's going to be? Vayikoyal. They gathered right away. There was sort of like an aburvia, like Rashi says by the Miraglam as well. They came with a confusion. They came with full of anxiety. What's going to be? Calm down. Place your trust in Hashem Yisbarach. That's again the same Nakuda here that they were concerned what's going to be. And they gathered quickly. And that's why the Medrash says that Miyad, they made an eagle. That was the taina. Hashmini number eight is by Hashem. They started complaining, and this was bad. And when Hashem heard this complaint, Hashem punished them like before by Amalek. Here again, He punished them. That a fire of Hashem came and consumed them, and it killed and consumed in amidst the camp. Hashem is the essence of. A Kelkana, a, a God who takes revenge at times, his vengeance, and here also, Hashem, you sort of, you started up with it, and you put your hand in fire. And therefore there was a, a plague here that people got killed with the fire. Hatshi, the ninth one is, Bikivra Sataiva. In that place called Kivra Sataiva, where they wanted more. They wanted to eat more. Shamru, they says, Who's going to give us meat to eat? They didn't have food. 
They had the quail that already Hashem sent them. They had in the evening meat to eat, and able to satiate themselves with bread in the morning. Just like every morning they got man, bread, so too every evening they got the basar in the form of the quail. Yes, they had what to eat, but they wanted more of it. They wanted to be able to be satisfied. Extra meat to be satiated. Just like they had ample amount of bread and mun to satiate. Says Rabbi with this we can understand the exchange with Moshe Rabbeinu and HaKadosh Baruch Hu in terms of how Moshe Rabbeinu addressed this issue. He says to Hashem, is there going to be enough for them to sustain them, to satisfy them with all of the tzayn and bokeh that it would check for them? In other words, Moshe is saying, you can't satisfy these people. They have plenty to eat, but they want more. So no matter how much I give them, no matter how much cattle and sheep there will be, it seems like for these people are complaining there will never be enough. And I'm they're stubborn and they just want more and more. They want to overeat. Their mouths will still be blasphemed against Hashem Yisbarach Hashem. They're still going to complain we want more. I could even do that. In other words, Maish Rabbeinu understood, of course, Hashem could bring as much meat as he wants to. But it seems like it's impossible to satisfy these people here. They're complaining and complaining. Hashem says, I could even do that. I could even fix that problem. Hayat Hashem Tiksar, is Hashem's hand ever short? Is there's Hashem ever lacking in doing anything? Ani etin Basra, I'm going to give enough meat. Ashi Yisratzu, Pizchin there's going to be such an, a huge amount, there's going to be such an abundant of meat that no one's going to be able to say, I need more. It will be impossible for them. That's what Hashem is going to do. A tremendous amount of quail and meat to the point that there was just spread out all over the place. Even the least amount had 10 piles of this meat. It was such an extent, it was such an overabundance of the meat that they couldn't even eat so much. So Maish Rabbeinu was thinking, they're complaining to the point that, no, we want a little bit more, a little bit more. So Maish said, how much am I going to give them? It seems like they'll never be satisfied. Therefore, Rabbeinu explains, different Chazal learned, it's not a, an, it's not a taina, Maish Rabbeinu, that, how could he think that Hashem is uh, is impossible of doing anything? No, he was saying that it's impossible no matter how much meat you bring them, they're still going to want more. Hashem says, no, I'm going to give them such an abundance beyond your even wildest expectations, Meshach Rabbeinu. And I'm going to give them such an abundance that even they are not going to be able to say anything. And that's indeed what happened. Meshach Rabbeinu did not say the wrong thing. His argument was, was sound on a sound argument. He was true. And Akash Bogu says, no, I'm going to give them even so much so beyond even what you could expect, Meish Rabbeinu. Rabbi Seinu Shibbat Talmud, it's really Chazal Sein, Leidor Shukain. 
And finally, Vasiri the tenth, the tenth test that is listed here, and really all of these are listed lists of things against against Hakadosh Baruch Hu. They did other things against Meshrabenu and Kairach, etc. But these are all against Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and again, most of them being a lack of a munabi token. That was Bimidbar Parim, which they sent the Meraglim Sheshalchem Meraglim. Here again, they didn't trust Hashem who said Teiva Oritz Ma'id Ma'id. This land, it's going to be perfect land. It's going to be the land that you want to go into. They didn't trust Hashem. We need to send Meraglim. We need to check it out ourselves. Visham Nemer, that, the final time is Vayinasuaisi Ze'eser Pamim. That was the final 10th time where they tested HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and that's when Hashem says, openly, He said and expressed this idea that already this is 10 times where they tested me. Koltuv. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.